I hate the network marketing industry. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But in the same breath and at the same time, I love it. I believe it is 100% one of the best ways for an average person to make the most amount of money in a really fast time period. And as we're entering into what they say is a recession, you're going to see a lot of people take a look at having a side gig, take a look at doing a side business and the best side business, the best side hustle, side gig, whatever you want to call it. Usually what sticks out is a business in the direct sales industry or in the network marketing industry. And so today in this episode, I am going to share with you a love letter to network marketing, to the industry. And I'm going to share with you how we can you know, really actually don't even know if we can fix it, but I'm going to share with you some, some thoughts and I'm excited to do so. This is a juicy one as always. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Emmy Cornwell, Instagram biz coach and social selling expert. Welcome to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. This is a podcast where we talk about all things that will be helpful for you and your business. Everything from Instagram tips and tricks to health hacks to relationships and definitely some Jesus. Basically, everything in between Proverbs 31 and Tupac. I am so excited to party with you in each and every episode because ain't no party like a Hey Hey Emmy party. Can I get an amen? All right, let's get into it, sister. Dear network marketing industry, why? Why? Why are you so irritating? Why do I want to take you by the neck and wring you and throw you around and suplex you right now? Why are you attracting the crazies? Why are you pulling out the worst in people? Why? I have so many questions and I want answers. I want answers because I love you. I love you. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so grateful for the opportunity that you've given me. I am so just would not be in the same place I am today if it wasn't for saying yes to you, if it wasn't for taking a look at what this could be for my life, for my business, for my relationships, for my friendship, for my personal growth, for my family, for my bank account. Like I am so grateful. But at the same time, I am so mad. I'm pissed at what you are doing and the divide that you're creating, the attracting people who are all about themselves and have scarcity mindset and really are in it for them because those aren't my type of people. So how can I love you and hate you and have some like really strong feelings about the way you operate? I'm not sure. 
but this relationship isn't over. I'm not breaking up with you just yet. So good news for you. But I have some follow-up questions. And I know that our relationship is going to continue and that we'll work through this. That we'll get through this because the end result outweighs, far outweighs the pain, the chaos, the cringeworthiness, just all the bad, the outcome that I know I have, the vision I have, it has you playing a part. The network marketing industry, you have a part to play in the end result. And I'm not going to allow anyone to deter me from achieving my dreams and goals, no matter who they are. So buckle up network marketing industry, because you and I are not over. Sincerely, XOXO. Hey, hey, Emmy. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, hey, it's me, your host, Emmy Cornwell of the Hey, Hey, Emmy show podcast, all things Proverbs 31 to Tupac. Hopefully you played along with me. You loved that love letter, quote unquote, that I wrote to network marketing as I do not script these episodes. I have not recorded for a couple of weeks because we have been doing the best of series. And when I sat down at my desk today, I knew the topic that I was going to talk on. I'm experiencing some things and I have been really quite for, for a good amount of time. I don't know if it's the pandemic or what, but the crazies are coming out. And you know, it's really evident in the network marketing industry that I do have a social retail business in. It's like, it just highlights some of those things. And I know what I'm going to sit down and talk about. So I knew that I was going to talk about why I hated network marketing. Okay. If you haven't figured it out by now, I still love it too. It's this really weird, like, positioning, like just really weird juxtaposition. So I knew that I wasn't talking about that. And then I sat down and I was like, sometimes I just talk into my mic and I'm like, dang it, I should have hit record because <laughs> I don't script it. So I can't go back and say the same exact thing. I'm like, man, that was so freaking good. I wish I was, I wish I was hitting record and I kind of just role play. I talked to myself a lot. So this is really not uncommon. And did you have a, did you have a, imaginary friend growing up or multiple. I definitely was that kid that had an imaginary friend. I just, and I've, I still, I talked to myself. I was talking to myself today in workout class, going like having an argument with myself about one of these situations that I've just experienced in the network marketing industry. Like literally I just blurted out a sentence and good thing. Like the music was loud. Cause I was like, what does that even mean? Cause I was having the conversation myself and no one would have known. I, I don't, I'm glad no one noticed. Thank goodness. Cause they would have thought I was the crazy, but I was like, what if I write a letter to network marketing? And so I did, I just wrote it off the cuff. I mean, call me freestyle Franny. I don't know. <laughs> you do know, I will bust out on a rap on a freestyle. That, that would definitely not be my zone of genius, but I try, you know, I give her, I give her a good college try. So that love letter that I just, I guess, spoke out was truly what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing and what are the thoughts are going through my head. Like, how can I love, how can I hate something so much, but love it at the same time? So I've been in network marketing for 
gosh, a lot of years now since 2013. And I really started because I needed to lose weight. I needed to lose a massive amount of weight and I'm no dummy. I was like, oh, I can make money and lose weight at the same time. Well, heck yeah, (laughs) sign me up, right? That was something that I was all about. And my vision for myself and my future was small at that point in 2013, because I was operating not in my true identity. I was still heavily drinking. I was using recreational drugs to manage my hip replacement pain that I was having. I was in in poor relationships with ex-boyfriends. Like I was not operating in my true identity, nor was I operating in my full potential. Like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing on this earth. And I was making poor decisions. And so I knew though, if I got my health right, because innately, you know that you know that you know when you're not operating in your true potential, you're not operating in your true identity. Something always feels off. You may not know what the thing is that's off. And so I knew that how I was living life was not what I was called to live. That was not the life that I had signed up for, was not the life that my parents dreamt for me. It was not the life that God... It wasn't God's best for me. And so I knew though, if I got my health right, I could head in the right direction. And that was the truth, but I needed money. Like I just wanted to stop being dependent on my parents. I wanted to be independent. I never wanted to depend on a man for finances. I wanted to make my own money. I wanted to buy my own clothes. I wanted to live a life of however I wanted it. And I was going to do that through network marketing, but I didn't know that at that time. And as I've been in this industry since then, my vision has grown because I've stepped more and more into who I, who I was created to be. I am operating now. I can confidently say that in my true identity. And so my vision has expanded and God is so good because he's not going to give you I mean, our human brains can't even wrap around. We we cannot literally cannot even imagine God's best for us. We can't even imagine what he truly has for us because we're human. We we are not God. And he's so good though. He's not going to necessarily, he'll give you like breadcrumbs if you're willing to go on the adventure with him. He's not going to give you the whole staircase, right? He's just going to show you the first couple steps or maybe the first 10 steps or maybe just the first half a step because you're so buried in muck. I don't know it's different for every everyone, but he's never going to give you the full piece of the puzzle, at least in my experience. And this puzzle, I am puzzled with what is going on in network marketing. And I don't think it's the industry. It's so easy to play the blame game, right? It's really easy. And trust me, I've, I have, I am always, I am one of the most self-aware people you will ever meet. I have done the work. I have done the inner work. I have done the healing. I have done the deliverance. I've gotten freedom. I go to counseling. I am a good communicator. I surround myself with wise counsel. I do the work. I am very self-aware, very self-aware. So when I'm irritated by something or when I'm mad or something's a quote unquote offends me, or I'm just like, oh, why do I have this negative emotion and feeling? You better believe I go inward first because I know what it means to take self-responsibility, personal ownership, personal responsibility, ownership of what my part is to play in any situation. And I'm never a hands clean. There always has to be, there, there has to be something. Now I don't sit there and blame myself like, oh man, if I would have just made this one move, this wouldn't have happened because that's the shame and guilt cycle 
that's the enemy's ploy. God doesn't want that for you either. So it's not the industry. It's a people issue. This is 100% a people issue. And we're human. We live in a fallen world. We are not born good. And then our environment makes us bad. We are born, we are born evil. Like we're born bad. And so if we don't fix the people part of it, and I don't even know what quote unquote fixing would mean, but it's a people issue. It's a heart issue, right? Because at the, the core of a person is their heart. Jesus loves you. Like love, love conquers all because love is Jesus. So this is a people and a heart issue. And quite frankly, it's not, it could, it happens all the time. I mean, there are so many things. There's this one thing that just happened recently about mean girls. And I didn't like how this person handled their, uh, their offense or their disgust or their hurt, whatever negative emotion. I did not personally love how they chose to handle it. I think they handled it absolutely wrong. And I think they're part of the problem, not a product of the solution, but they're not in network marketing. They're not in direct sales. This person is in the digital space is online, but it, it, so here's what I'm saying. It's not the industry. Again, that's an example. This is not the industry. This is happening maybe in your workplace, maybe in your family, your extended family, like people are mysteries. So you don't want to try and figure them out, but you do want to do some things to help you through situations that are not cool. And people who are being mean girls, people who are being selfish, people who are not thinking about others, they're people, they're trying to self-protect because we have an ego, right? In our body, we have an ego. There's some philosopher that talks about this, but the ego is meant as a self-protection mode for us. That's why you're so scared to go face to camera and show your face on video because it's linked to fear because it's linked to well, if I do that, then I'm setting myself up for rejection. And then if I'm rejected, then I'm not loved and no one will like me. But if I don't do that, you quote unquote are self-protecting yourself by just not even making the choice to show up despite your fear. Because fear doesn't go away. But here's what I see a lot of it right now in the network marketing industry that's really pissing me off. There are There's a lot of people who are so selfish. They're in it for themselves. And they might even be telling you that they're they're in it for the team and they care about you and whatever. But that's the thing too about our world and why you need to be close to Jesus, why you need to hear his heartbeat, why you need to have your radio station turn into a high frequency of God talking to you every day because he's talking to you. This is called discernment because it helps you navigate these situations because people aren't going to change. You have to be the one to have discernment of what's going on so that you can make your next move and where, where the spirit is leading you. But if you're not even in tune to that, you may make, you may run into a wall. You may not be able to see as clearly as you need to be, to step into the leadership opportunities, to step into who you're called to be, to step into the next level of your best self. So there's a lot of people just are really in it for themselves. And it's very evident. 
It's evident in their content. It's evident in how they speak to people. It's just really evident. There are people who are trying to self-protect. They're scared. Like the recession's coming. Scarcity mindset will make you do some crazy things because you're trying to protect. You're trying to survive. You're, you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to lose your job. You don't want to lose your money. You don't want to lose your salary. You don't want to lose your income. You don't want to lose your, like whatever it is, you'll lose friends. If it means you can stay safe financially, potentially, right? These are all situations and scenarios that maybe you have seen, maybe you've personally experienced, um, but there's a lot of people who are also very flashy in network marketing companies. I mean, again, this is not just the industry. There's a lot of people walking around with glitter from head to toe, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, this, just go to an airport, right? <laughs> How do they pay for that? Their house is probably like the size of a shoebox, and that's where they choose to spend their money. But you know what? I don't care. It's not my opinion. It's not my like business. But when it comes to the network marketing industry, here's why it is my business is because it's a strategy. So let me back up real quick. The fear-based emotions of scarcity, people are playing on that. They're playing on your emotions right now for you to make a decision because they're they're manipulating you and trying to use fear-based techniques and strategies, which if you have discernment, you know, you can decipher the difference, right? Remember I talk about a counterfeit dollar versus a real dollar. They look very similar, except for one thing, okay? The Antichrist, when he comes back, he's going to look very similar to, to the real Christ. You just have to be able to discern. And so with the flashiness, the look at me type of content, that's also a strategy to get you to do some type of action. Oh, if I show them all this, like these mansions and these yachts and these Gucci this and trips everywhere and just nonstop travel or whatever it is for you that you think of like would grab your attention and maybe none of it does. They're using that to show off to say, if you join us, you're going to be just like us. I mean, this is an old school technique for life. Like go back to middle school and the cool girl group, right? The mean girls movie. If you wear pink, you're going to be cool. I mean, come the frick on. Like, are we in middle school? Did I just like time hop? Like, what the heck? Now, I like nice things. I I bought myself a Gucci purse the first year that I hit over $10,000 in my business. I I treated myself. I like nice things. But that's not what I'm all about. And I'm definitely not using it as a strategy to manipulate people to come join my team. Now, listen, I don't have to tell you how much a Gucci purse is or the fact that I, tra- I do travel a lot. That stuff adds up. You can do your own Google research. People know when they see wealth, but it's not the wealth that is the attractive part. Like people are just doing attraction marketing wrong. And that's one of the things I cannot stand. I cringe about this business is the attraction marketing done wrong. Like so wrong. And I think a lot of these examples and scenarios, whether they're real or made up or not, they they can they can be there are solutions. So are you ready for some solutions? (laughs) One is you, I mean, you really got to know your true identity. 
which is my mission. I'm not an Instagram biz coach and social selling expert and content creator and speaker and podcaster and all whatever titles. I'm Emmy, the encourager to many, the hope, you know, the light in the darkness, the giver of joy. Like that is me. And my mission is to help other women unlock the key to their true identity. Your career. So I've chosen to be an online business coach and content, digital content creator. That's my career. And then I do my network marketing business as my quote unquote side hustle. My career is not my calling. My calling is this mission. Everything that I do leads to me helping women unlock their true identity. And so you need to be in your true identity because if you're not operating your true identity, you're going to fall prey to some of these. And it's not your fault. Like we're all human. There's forgiveness, there's grace, but at the same time, better. And just because your upline is doing something and they're getting quote unquote good results doesn't mean that's actually the right thing to do, nor does it mean that it's actually going to work for you. Okay. Cause they have different network. They probably don't have to do the same things that you do in order to recruit and sell product. They don't, they're at a different level. They have, they have done different things to get where you're at and now they have different responsibilities and it's just different. It is. That's, you know, that's how it is in this industry. So who are you? And we're not going to dive deep into that because that really could be its own episode. And I talk about it in and out and weave that into all of the episodes, all of my content. This is not unfamiliar for, for you if you've been listening for a while to the show, but that is going to solve a lot of problems is when you yourself are operating in your true identity. The second is communication, conversations. I know I did do an episode about a couple of weeks ago about conversations, like how to deal with drama from a biblical perspective. And one of those is having conversations with the direct source, like communicate with people. Like so many things would be problem, like problem solved if people would just open their mouth and communicate. That's the same thing with me and my husband, right? Like we are improving our communication day by day. And the littlest amount of effort goes so long because people know that you see them, you hear them, you do care about them. You're not just in it for yourself and communicate, just communicate. Okay. And then the third thing is to definitely get wise counsel. So I like to use this example about Jesus feeding the fish and to the 500, right? I mean, it was more than 500 because it was, that was just the 500 men, but it does say that women and children were there too. So there was way more than 500 people. And he did that. He performed that miracle. And then he chose 12 disciples to do life with closer than those 500 people. And then within the 12, there was three that were more of his confidants that he took to pray with him up on the Mount. And then ultimately it was one, like not everyone is meant to be in your close circle. Not everyone is meant to hear your ideas. Not everyone's meant to hear your goals and dreams. Not everyone is meant to have the space to weigh in on your life. Who are you giving the microphone to? I love this example. Like pretend we all have a microphone and people will take your microphone and they'll just start talking. Guess what? It's your microphone. Take that sucker back or don't just give it to someone. Maybe you're just like, oh, here, what do you want to say? No, 
That's your microphone. They can get their own and they can leave their opinions out the door, especially if they're not in your board of directors, especially if they're not people who are meant to really give you wise counsel. Do not take counsel from anyone you would not want to change places with. Do not take counsel from anyone on off the street. Do not like, even if someone starts to give you their opinion and you know you don't really need it nor want it, it's okay to say, hey, like I'm actually not, that's not what I'm looking for here. I'm not looking for you know, tell them what you want, right? Then it could be like, hey, I'm just looking for a listening ear. But also you got to know better. Again, you again, you can't just go and talk to anyone. And the older I get, and especially in this past year, God is refining my relationships. People are dropping off and I am okay with that because we're not meant to do life with everyone. We're not assigned to everyone. And sometimes people are meant to be in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Sometimes people are meant to be in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Sometimes that's all three. Sometimes that's only the first one, a reason. Maybe it's just the first two. Maybe it's a reason and a season. And for me, there are just some relationships that are starting to continue or have already or are starting to continue to fall off that I know there's a reason for it and I'm ready for it. I know that where I'm headed, not everyone can come, right? The quickest way to have, listen, I don't know all the Christian cliches, but it's like what the way to heaven is like a getting a camel through a needle. Oh my gosh. I totally just butchered that. <laughs> Listen, if I can do this Christian thing, you can do it too. I'm no Bible thumper, so I don't have it like ingrained in my memory what that is. But I feel like what that is saying is it's going to be a tight road, like a narrow road. It's not everyone can come and you have to be okay with that. So if you're a people pleaser, you might have a hard time with this or an Enneagram too. So hopefully this episode was eye-opening for you. Hopefully you heard my heart that I actually do love this industry. There's just some really messed up parts right now. And I'm curious to see where it goes. You know, I'm curious to see where my own journey goes in this industry. I can tell you that most people should not do network marketing as a full-time job unless they're at some, you know, a specific level or a certain point in their business, or if they don't need the money, right? Maybe you're married. And your husband does really well and you don't really need a second income. Well, so you're just kind of doing it for the community, which is great. That's one of the top reasons, or you're doing it for something to do a sense of belonging. Also another one of the top reasons, also a great reason. And you don't need the finances, but most people should run a network marketing business as a side hustle. There's a reason why that name came about, especially with the recession coming, have multiple streams of income, man. Okay. I'm going to stop talking. Maybe it's because I haven't recorded in a little bit, but I am going to record another episode. I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. I love you so much. Hopefully you enjoyed the best of series, but we are back in action for season two of the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I will see you on the next episode. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the show. Make sure to take a screenshot, share this to your Instagram stories and tag me at Hey Hey Emmy so I can see it and we can keep the combo going. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a five-star review on iTunes. Not only will this make me super happy, but it will allow for other peeps to find our show too. Once you do that review, send me a DM on Instagram so I can hook you up with a free audit of your IG bio. 
The only way you can get that IG bio audit is to do the five-star Apple review. So don't forget to write your IG handle on the review so I know it's you. Okay, sister, you know what to do until we hang out together again on the next podcast party. Have the best day ever.